0: This is the Taco Boat Wellness Podcast. My name is Courtney Handelin, And I am Tasha Schultz. We are your health and wellness coaches at the Waukesha Employee Health and Wellness Center.
1: Courtney and I met at the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point. so Pointers! Where we worked and studied together.
0: Over the years, we've remained friends and are thrilled to be working together again. We can't wait to share our wellness knowledge and coaching experiences with you. So let's dive in. Welcome back, Podcast World. This is the Talk About Wellness Podcast, and we are on episode number six, part one of the pitfalls of behavior change. My name's Courtney Handelin. And I'm Tasha Schultz. And we are so excited to be here with you today. At this time of recording, everyone's getting ready for Christmas and probably probably plenty of other holidays. And last episode we recorded, Tasha. We had talked in the beginning about how you were still didn't have all your Christmas decorations up and so I have to ask I'm sure other listeners have this burning question as well are you ready and is your Christmas decorations are they complete that is (laughs) I feel like
1: I'm put on the spot again so (laughs) um short answer is yes however a quick funny story on that because I can't lie to Courtney because she has just the most like honest Um, energy about her, so I have to be up front and tell you that we do not have ornaments on our tree. Well, we have, like, four. (laughs) Four?
0: You you may as well just put those away. Uh, Yeah,
1: well, right. I mean, so we got the tree up. We got it fluffed um we have an artificial tree you know so it'll never die like this spirit of christmas right? That's <laughs> <Yeah. money. laughs> um theory. and with the ornaments you know we kind of whatever par for course for 2020 i guess uh, so we had good intentions and then it kind of fizzled and we have like the containers of ornaments under the tree we have like i mentioned a, a couple on there and uh, just stopped and
0: thought you know what <laughs> So you put four up and then didn't get around to doing the rest. Right. Are these four like your four favorites at least? Um, Two of them are. Two of them are like
1: um, Jack and Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, if there's any okay. um, Nightmare Before Christmas fans listening, then uh, drop us a message Yeah, in the comments or reach out because that's my favorite movie of all time. But yeah, the other couple are just like random blue, okay. blue and silver.
0: Oh, really bulbs, random yeah, ones. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, well, I'm sure it looks beautiful. You plug the lights in at least.
1: Yes, okay. we did put lights on it Good. at least. Right.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that is not what I was expecting you to say, but that made for a fun story. Okay, I can't sure. lie to you. Anywhere? Like I said, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being I feel like honest. your eyes are
1: looking into my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so, <laughs> okay. So anyway, moving on. What about you, Courtney? Are you ready for a new year?
0: I am. I am definitely ready for a new year. I think I'm sure probably everyone in the whole world is ready for 2020 to be done. And, uh, you know, hope, wishing hopefully that we can have a better year 2021. It sounds good, right? Um, and as I was, you know, this time of year, it, I'm sure you feel this way as well, Tasha, wrapping up the year, getting excited for the new year, kind of thinking about what your goals are for the year ahead. And as I was doing that myself, I thought that this would be a really good episode to do, talking about you know helping our listeners prepare for the year ahead, and really setting themselves up for success. A lot of times we think like, oh, you know, I want to lose weight, I want to do this, I want to travel, I you know, you have all these big goals, but then that's kind of where it ends—the uh, common New Year's resolution, right, where we set the goals, but then within a couple of weeks. Uh, we're already have have abandoned them. Yeah. 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 So this is the year, everyone. We're going to help you get started so that you can have a successful 2021, regardless of what happens in the world. We're going to get started right now. So are you ready for that, Tasha? I, yes. Okay. (laughs) So the first pitfall, uh, as I already alluded to, is avoiding those ambiguous goals. Um, so just saying, they like, I'm going to lose weight in 2021, or I'm going to do lots of traveling, or, uh, but those are probably good enough examples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so making your goals uh, to be smart goals. And if you know Tasha, or I, outside of this podcast, I'm sure you have heard us beat down about smart goals, probably because that was beat down and drilled in us. For, <laughs> in forever, yeah. into my brain. Um, yeah. But it's so real it's so important um and so if your goals are just big and loose and there's not like an action plan there you're not going to get anywhere but if you're setting smart goals then your goals are specific measurable attainable they're relevant to what you're doing and they're time bound um and so instead you know instead of just saying i'm gonna lose weight maybe it's you know what's a, how much realistic weight can you lose and what are the steps you're going to take to get there and a great example that i like to give for
1: setting a smart smart that acronym making a goal specific measurable attainable relevant and time bound instead of saying i want to work out more in 2021 mm-hmm. um, okay you want to work out doing what for how long how often and how much So instead of saying, "Okay, my resolution is to exercise or work out more, um, a a better way of formatting that would be, I'm going to do my stationary bike for at least 15 minutes, three days a week. That's much, much more measurable and specific um, and make that as realistic and attainable to yourself as you need.
0: Right. Yeah, I love that. Um, Should I share one of my SMART goals for 2021? You should. Okay. so. This is probably going to sound pathetic as a goal to start, but I think it'll help to show the things that we're about to talk about. Um, and it's an exercise goal. So I'm glad you brought that up. Keep in mind, I do plenty of other activity and exercise, but this is really how simple I'm I'm starting. I know that I need to add more cardio in to my week, like just, you know, good cardio, honest cardio. Um, And so my goal is that at least once a week, I am going to do a 10 minute cardio session, 10 minutes straight, no like frou-frou stuff, 10 minutes of good hard cardio, just once a week. Like it's so simple, but that's what I'm doing. Okay. Can okay. you hold me accountable to that? Uh, I can't. I'm having a hard time, though,
1: keeping a straight face. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you should like good, honest cardio. And there you are again, Courtney, with that honesty. Like, it can't be dishonest cardio because what? there's a difference, uh, right? Yes, Apparently. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> and I mean, like, I go for walks. I go for plenty of walks. Sometimes I take five walks a day between my dog and my coaching clients and my family. But that um, doesn't count no, I'm not counting that. Right. Like that's like separate. This is right. something that I'm devoting. You know, I'm going to look up a YouTube channel or on an app, you know, that like seven minute workout app, but I'm gonna have to do some extra because that's not 10. I got you. Okay. <laughs> I'm writing this down. A session of <laughs> 10 minutes of straight up cardio focused on me. I got I'm not, it. I'm not, not messing around. I got it. I'm here for you. <laughs> thanks.
1: Yep. I thanks for sharing that Courtney. I think that's important. Um, And another pitfall that we want to share that's really common is um, change shouldn't happen quickly. So just because we're kind of turning the page and starting a new calendar year um, doesn't mean that we're in a matter of days or weeks going to undo all of last year's bad habits. So something that we like to remind our coaching clients is that um, real change doesn't happen overnight. Typically, we are trying to change and undo unhealthy habits that we have already been doing for years or maybe our whole life. So, um, it's reasonable to expect that any new change will also likely take maybe years. So, going into it with that realistic mindset of if you eat a salad for lunch today and you weigh yourself tomorrow, you probably won't and shouldn't expect to weigh less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you know, after doing, it's about consistency. So um, doing that or whatever you need to to achieve whatever goal you have consistently, days, weeks, and months, um, that's what adds up over time to to progress and to change. So Courtney will talk more about that later.
0: Yeah, um, right, and and. Uh, back on, you know, with the, with my goal of doing that 10 minutes of cardio, I also have to not expect that I'm suddenly going to start losing two pounds a week because I'm doing an additional 10 minutes of, of you know, focused cardio. It's going to take a little bit to add up. Um, so another pitfall would be that you need to make drastic change all at once, uh, which we know is not true. Clearly, I just told the listeners, I'm going to focus on just 10 minutes once a week of added cardio um and so taking those little baby steps can really help you go a long way that 10 minutes i i you know my hope is that it's going to encourage me that okay i can't fit in an extra 10 minutes and where else can i fit that in a couple other times during the week and then i'll feel more confident to go back to maybe those harder cardio classes that i used to enjoy before having two children <laughs> yeah
1: Yeah, and something I like to share, too, I got this years ago from, I don't know, scrolling through the Internet, seeing a meme that resonated with health coaching, and it said, no matter how slow you're going, you're still lapping everyone on the couch. And it was just an image of, you know, someone walking versus someone sitting on the couch munching, you know, on potato chips watching whatever, a show, Netflix didn't exist <laughs> um, 15 years ago. So it was, it was quite a while back, I think in our early career. And I was kind of just perusing through getting good motivational things um, like this. And obviously here we are 15 years later, still using it, it's still relevant. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, and setting your, you know, that that lays into so perfectly for like setting yourself up for success by setting the super easy goals so that you can lap everyone else who's still sitting on the couch Um, because then you can achieve it and you feel good and you're more inclined to keep doing more yeah that's something we like to remind people
1: of as well progress, not perfection. We have our wonderful clinic manager here, Amy, to thank for that. So she is like-minded um, with us for our personal and professional goals and advice to give ourselves and one another, reminding us that it's not about being perfect 100% of the time. Um, just making little increments of progress is, is the most important thing and really all that you should um, be expecting and wanting yourself to do. So
0: one small thing each
1: day to move you a little bit closer to your long-term goal um, and eventually over time you'll get there
0: yeah and you have brought in now our listeners can't see this of course but we can add it to uh, our show notes um, but the, tasha has a picture here for us that shows illustrates so perfectly the importance of small steps and on the one side of the picture it shows a ladder a normal ladder, the way you would look at. And if you ever look at a ladder, there's not a lot of space between the rungs, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then on the other side of the picture, it shows a ladder that also goes up very high, but there's big gaps between each rung on the ladder. And it's hard to even reach that first one. And so I think that, you know, it just illustrates so perfectly that those little steps do add up and they are important. So, you know, even if you're setting a goal for, If you want to exercise in the morning and maybe you're starting with you just waking up 10 minutes earlier you know waking up 30 minutes early is too much but if can you wake up 10 minutes earlier and do just you know a couple squats a couple push-ups couple lunges you know five minutes of exercise and then gradually increase that so that you will get to that goal
1: Yeah, and this image is courtesy um, of one of our team members, Monica, so she's on the um, Healthstat Wellness team and she shared this with me uh, some time ago and I thought, what a perfect image, uh, a visual to represent what we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So another pitfall, starting with the largest elephant in the room, um, we want to do change that might be the best place to start versus um, tackling the biggest problems first. So we always you know, look at what is the most glaringly obvious thing. So let's say someone comes in um, for health coaching and they're like, OK, I, I want to lose 50 pounds, right? That's, that's um, an easy identifiable goal for them. Well, that's kind of you know, similar to um, this visual we were referencing with, you know, a person trying to reach the goal of, okay, losing 50 pounds. Well, that's a pretty daunting, um, you know, goal. And so we kind of analogy that to standing at the base of a mountain, right? And looking up at the top versus just looking at what you have right in front of you and just taking that first step. So um, we want to address small, easy changes. A good place to start would be, What are you doing right now for eating, exercise, sleep Um, and just do one increment uh, more than what you're doing currently and then every day every week just kind of add on to that and build on to that until you know over the course of months or maybe a year or two um you have gotten you know closer to or met that goal of losing 50 pounds versus you know telling yourself every day i have to lose 50 pounds and you know that's how you kind of get into the mindset of okay i ate a salad and i'm on the scale and i'm not down 50 pounds yet so it's not worth it and i'm just going to you know throw it you know <laughs> give up and and throw my hands up and go back to what I was doing. So really about mentally um, setting yourself up for success.
0: And I think too, sometimes when I have people in who have a lot of goals or, you know, really big lofty goals, it seems to help them if I ask them, like, what lights you up the most? What piques your interest the most? And starting with with that, you know, where what excites them the most? And, you know, if that is... If they hate vegetables and they don't want to talk about eating salads or they really don't like exercise well let's start with what's what seems easy for you um, or most exciting and maybe it is the you know working on better bedtime routines that's going to ultimately give them more energy to be able to get that workout in or doing the, the the planning ahead um actually that leads us to one last pitfall that we want to make sure we share today um and that is not planning ahead um so and really i'm thinking about um you know the the barriers planning ahead for possible barriers is important to think about um but also just not if you don't take time to plan in general that can be hazardous so things like scheduling actually scheduling that exercise in so knowing that you want to work out 3 days a week is awesome but where you know thinking about what days are those most likely you, going to fit best and what time of day are they going to fit best? And have you tried to work out in the morning before and it never works? Well, maybe we should talk about why that never works. um, and and think about other times of the day that might work better or how we could make that time of day work better for you. Um, also same thing, like if you're eating healthy, if you're eating salads, you know, how are you going to get those salads? You need to make time to plan. You need to plan in your trips to the grocery store to do your meal planning. So that planning piece is so important, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a nerd when it comes to planning. It's the scientific proof. We
1: do have research and evidence to back us up on these. We're not, you guys are not just um, throwing these out there. So, so yeah. Thanks, Courtney, for that that piece on um, planning as a pitfall commonly. Um, when someone comes in and, and they say, okay, this is this is the goal or goals I want to work towards, um, and they may already, to their credit, have an idea of where they want or need to start. So if they say, okay, I, I need to eat more vegetables, and incorporate, you know, healthier, um, high-nutrient, low-calorie foods into my diet. So, you know, I'm gonna go out and do that. And they come back after a week and say, Yeah, I that didn't happen. Um, maybe because they didn't know where to start. And so any change that we make is going to require change elsewhere. It's sort of a ripple effect. So um, if we're going to implement a new behavior, whether it's dietary exercise or otherwise into our lifestyle, it will likely require us to, like I said, restructure and move things around um, in our routine elsewhere to accommodate for that new habit. So something that we tell people is that if you fail to plan, then you can probably plan on failing. And that is a fun, um, but but very true and kind of easy to remember saying that I picked up years ago and I apologize because I can't recall um, you know, the, the words of wisdom where I originally heard that, but it's held true over the years and um, something that we again pass on to our clients and, and help kind of make this make sense. So remember to make a plan, stick to your plan before you start, that sets you up for success.
0: Awesome. So I think, after just this first little bit. Everyone should have a lot of information to chew on and think about. Um, and I just want to give a shout out that if you are listening to this and feeling like you need to talk some of this through, um, if you're a county, city or school district employee and you're on the insurance or spouse, et cetera, um, please contact us and we're happy to help you. Um, for everyone else you do have the option to leave us a voicemail so you can uh, leave some questions uh, if you have any or want more resources. And then just as a general addition, I would say it might be helpful. Actually, it certainly will be helpful to either write things down, writing your goals down and thinking about all these things that we had said or talk it over with a friend so that you can get things out. That verbalization, I think really helps us to realize You know, some of the the pitfalls that might be there, some of the barriers that might come up, um, things that can help you or things that might stand in your way. So with that, do you have anything else to add for this first section?
1: Not today. Thanks, Courtney.
0: Awesome. This was a good part one. Don't be too overwhelmed. And we'll see you soon for part two to keep you going. I'm so glad we got to talk about wellness today, Tasha. And thanks to our audience for joining us. If you have any questions from today's episode or a myth you'd like us to bust, send us an email. For our Wellness Center participants, if you'd like to dive in deeper on anything we discussed today, give us a call or an email and we'll schedule a coaching appointment. Everyone can find us on YouTube and Facebook at Waukesha Employee Health and Wellness. And be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from so you never miss an episode. Join us on the first Tuesday of every month for Taco Tuesday. Until then, bye everyone.